0: welcome to 360 Conversations. This is a podcast featuring powerful conversations with business and well-being thought leaders, experts, and founders. We will be digging deep while sharing experience, insights, and tips for busy Generation X women seeking ways to strip back, simplify, live intentionally, and create space for everyday joy. I'm your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of the 360 brand i'm a life coach speaker writer and podcaster too i am passionate in fact i believe that it is my divine assignment to help generation x women connect with their inner leader the leader that resides in their emotions buried by logic and the desire to be good logic and being good according to someone else's standards is okay for surviving but round here we are in the business of thriving. I use my background in social work, life coach training and my superpower of loving kindness to help women connect to who they really are so they can expand into themselves fully embrace their leadership qualities and relinquish the chaos that exists within the duality of who we are and who we think we should be. My intention for this podcast is to plant seeds and create aha moments that bring you closer to your centre so that you can start to embrace your 360 degrees wholeheartedly. Welcome to another episode of 360 Conversations. Today, I am sharing a podcast episode that I recorded a little while ago and for some reason have sat on my laurels, but... It is the 14th of February today, it is Valentine's Day and whether or not you're into Valentine's Day, whether or not you think something beautiful has been taken over by the commercialization of shizzle or not, today is a day where many of us are thinking a little bit more about love than we would do ordinarily. So today is the perfect day to share part two of a gorgeous conversation I had with Lady Love herself. Reverend Gail Loveshock. If you listened to my first podcast chat with her, you will know that I have a crush on this lady. And uh, if you listen on, you will see why. So Gail is an interfaith minister, a human behaviour specialist, spiritual counsellor, storyteller and lover of mysteries. Gail has answered the calling of her heart and is on a mission to help as many people as possible fall back in love with themselves and their lives. Celebrating that life through experiential and bespoke ceremonies, courses, training, retreats and mentoring, Gail has a number of sumptuous offerings for those that are called to follow the expanse of their hearts. In this conversation, Gail and I are talking about loving leadership, prosperity consciousness, the four levels of consciousness, consciousness even, taking personal responsibility for what money means to you. I'll say that again, taking personal responsibility for what money means to you and having a clear vision for what you want or of what you want for and from your life. This was a really delicious conversation. And I'll say again, Valentine's Day is the perfect day to be sharing this convo. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I'm sure that you will. Please do rate, subscribe and share and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, Enjoy the conversation. Welcome, Gail. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Delighted to be back for part two. Money. Money-ish, money. <laughs> it's really lovely to have you back. And um, I'm really glad that as I thought we need to have another conversation, you pinged me over an email saying mm-hmm. this needs to go deeper. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is
1: what this space is all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, And and I really echo what you're saying about this being a co-creation and it being A place of safety as well because you know straight off the bat you bring the word money into a conversation and I guarantee nine out of ten listeners will have had some sort of physical reaction to just that word Mm -hmm. just that word money Mm -hmm. it could be a clenching in the tummy it could be a tightening in the throat there could be a uh, just uh oh you know dare I listen and I'm I want to say yes like yes please stay stay with us um you know this is a conversation without judgment this is a conversation that recognizes money is a very um it's an infant conversation particularly for for women you know we need to remember that even you know, if I keep us in the UK, for example, women could only get bank accounts independently from the from the 80s. You would you would have had a man co-signing your bank account application, even in the 70s. And um, you know, part of the reason that makes us so targetable, as it were, in terms of for loans and credit cards or what can be considered for consumer debt, is because we haven't necessarily had it. We haven't necessarily had what we consider in inverted commas, very small f, freedom Mm -hmm. of financial autonomy. Um, And so this is a very, very new conversation. You know, 1% of property in the world is only owned by women. So we've got, you know, so we've got a, we've got an expansive opportunity to ultimately to work together to educate, learn and facilitate safety, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, in terms of how we approach money, because most of us, will have been brought up with the idea that you go to school, you stop moving, you sit down, you stop moving some more, you learn off by heart quite a lot of things so that you can learn another lot of things, so that you can pass a test. That means you can learn a lot more things. That means as you grow up, you can sit still even more and then you can sit still even more and work and earn your money um you know and then what we're doing is making sure there's a payment that goes to tax we might be making sure there's a payment that goes to pensions although there's a new report that's just come out today actually by Scottish widows which is about the enormous gender pay gap when it comes to pensions as well Mm -hmm. so that's really interesting but ultimately we have been taught to that we've got a work for our money to then work for our pensions ultimately and then our life is complete and i don't know about you <clears throat> excuse me i don't know about you but i'm available for just a little bit different <laughs> absolutely
0: absolutely
1: just a little bit different and i'd suggest that with a lot of listeners you know a lot of people go be- become their own business or or have an idea or want to step away from kind of what we might think of as nine to five because they actually want greater financial freedom but what that also comes with as we were talking about is um to use your world your word you know soulful systems are needed Mm -hmm. to help us ultimately be a better friend to money Mm -hmm. and i'm going to say the energy of money as well because it just simply represents an exchange of goods. I sometimes refer to money as paper and jingle, because it just can take the, It can take some of the little the fear mm-hmm. out of it. Um, I also want to share recently that there can be there there can be a suspicion around money um and i had to take my cat shadow to the vet recently because he was in a in a fight and when i paid for the vet bill at the end i paid with a 50 pounds note mm-hmm. and immediately there was suspicion mm-hmm. so a woman said, I've never held one of these, I haven't touched one of these, what do I do with one of these? Is this real? And I was like, Oh, so you're just accusing me of coming to the vets with forged bank notes. That's lovely. Thanks mm-hmm. very much for that. And then and then all of a sudden there was like seven vets receptionists who were there and they were like holding it up to the light. What? And, and then they were like Fifty quid. <laughs> know, Fifty quid. <laughs> I know, <laughs> rubbing it, and then they were putting it under the little ultraviolet thing. And then it was just all this these shenanigans. And I was like, if I was insecure, as I might have been at one time in my life around money, this would be, I'd be sweating. Mm-hmm. This would be terrifying me. Mm-hmm. I would feel guilty, you know. And what I'm doing is paying for a service in cash. And ultimately, that's what that experience boiled down to. So there's also something in today's conversation. And we'll talk about the four levels of consciousness and how we work with those just to start to get you used to what paper and jingle is, how to have more personal responsibility around what money is for you um, and the vision that you have for your life. Because what I see time and time again, when clients are working with me or families are coming to me, is that they you know, we talked about this a little bit the last time, but they say they they want a lifestyle. And when I use the word lifestyle, I literally mean being able to, for example, you know, if the fridge freezer breaks down, you want mm-hmm. to be able to get it fixed or get a new one. Mm-hmm. If a tire pops, you want to be able to take it to the garage. If the school kids, you know, if they need something for school, having access to that, you know, so we keep it very simple but start to expand it at the same time.
0: So before we return to where we left off, there was something that you said about people starting businesses for financial freedom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I have observed, um, I, I saw this prior to actually stepping into my role as a let's say life coach um coaching yes it is life coaching because it covers all the spheres Mm. so i saw this prior to starting and i have evidence of this now that i am working within life coaching lots of women that um have become mothers Mm. start businesses not for financial freedom, but for freedom that would enable them to care for their children and still contribute to their household income. Mm -hmm. The piece that is missing, and this is where I'm finding a bit of a disconnect, is that They make a choice so that they have more time to be able to um, run their household, look after their family, but they don't make the choice for financial freedom or Mm. financial abundance. Mm. So they start businesses in an employee mindset. Mm. So rather than thinking about this is the money I need for the lifestyle I want, they are tied to the notion of a salary. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. therefore, there's a stumbling block between creating income and thinking that you need to work hard Mm -hmm. and then be paid for how hard you're working. Mm -hmm. So when women delve into a world whereby your output doesn't necessarily impact your outcome financially, Mm -hmm. but your energy And valuing yourself does, Mm -hmm. they find it really, really tricky because they are used to operating in a system whereby value comes from an external source. Mm -hmm. So it's your employer, it's through your appraisals, it's through the feedback of your customers, it may get reflected in your salary once a year, you may be bold enough to ask for more, Mm -hmm. but asking for more and performing more is different to the energy that is required for you to create more. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I come across a lot of, so for example, if I create an IGTV story, or I have one of my mini blog or micro blog posts on um, Instagram, I always, and I'm not exaggerating, I always get feedback and have interesting conversations, whether it's via the comments of my Instagram post or my DM with people that work in service-based entrepreneurship. So coaches, consultants, therapists, what have you. And it's always very interesting to me that they will invest a lot in mindset work for entrepreneurship but do not see the need for engaging in work that will support their mindset full stop Mm. and what I mean by this is that or My my observation is I see a number of people, and and this isn't coming from a place of judgment. It is literally an observation. Um, If you've heard me speak before, you know I love the world of psychology, particularly positive psychology. I love science. Um, I love the whole idea of experimentation and seeing what arises, What is really interesting for me is seeing a number of women in service-based industries engaging with coaching repeatedly at the same level. And it's like that Einstein saying about doing the same thing and expecting a different result um, Mm. is madness. So there are women that are repeatedly engaging in group coaching programs, or are having maybe some one-to-one coaching, but it remains at the same level, they're not moving forward. Mm, mm. And my, it's not just my belief. I have evidence. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen it in my career as a social worker. I'm seeing it in my social work work practice. Well, it is kind of social work. Mm -hmm. It's soulful, spiritual Mm. social work, if you will. Mm. In my coaching practice, I'm seeing that you can only go as deep as you have gone with yourself. So you Mm -hmm. can do all of the money manifestation courses, Mm -hmm. you can do all of the mindset messaging courses, you can do all of the marketing like a boss coach um, courses, Mm -hmm. but if you have not gone to the depths within yourself, that coaching will only go as deep as you have. Mm -hmm. Which is why I think it is really important for, Everybody, but especially people who work in service-based, knowledge-based industries, consulting, coaching, etc., to invest in coaching that will take you personally to places you have never gone before. Um, and mm-hmm. something that I'm really into at the moment, so much so that I have signed up for a course that I start, I think, in March in somatic coaching. Mm-hmm. We need to start speaking to our bodies. That's yes. where our emotions live. That's where our mm-hmm. subconscious mm-hmm. plays out. And we are very, very clever. We can rationalize ourselves into and out of things really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what we're holding on to because we have become masters at covering mm-hmm. it up. So somatic practices in Bodyment practices really help us to get to the places that verbalization cannot reach. Mm. So it is very important for all of us to listen to this conversation with new ears. Even if you Mm. think I've heard this before, Mm. you may have heard this before in your consciousness. But if you allow yourself to be a beginning, you have the opportunity to um, embrace this conversation on a cellular level, on a mm. subconscious level. Mm. Um, so um, that, that, that's what I want to say. But going back to the point of um people, particularly women who have had children, um, wanting to embark on entrepreneurship for freedom to care for their families, whilst money isn't the answer to everything, it gives us access. Mm -hmm. So when we start to consider our ability to create wealth as seriously as our ability to create loving families, we will have the opportunity to change the world. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. with that in mind, I would like to return to where we left off, Gail, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you were talking about the difference between what sort of business you're running and Mm -hmm. are you running a business indeed? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you would like to go back there so mm-hmm. that we can start off, that would be really mm-hmm. wonderful. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I just want to echo that I love everything that you just shared. And I, I think as we return, wherever you are and whoever is listening, just make sure you're breathing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're breathing. I'd even encourage you to bring your palms together. Yeah. And just rub Creates your palms. Energy. Yeah. Just, and I am always a goodie for, you know, doing this two or three times exactly. Yeah. So just being like, hey, body, hello, you're part of this. Thank you so much. And then when you've got that heat of your hands, just take that somewhere. Just take that somewhere. Your body will tell you exactly where. So I have put my hands um, on my forehead.
0: I put mine on my throat. Yeah. And I put mine on my throat to uh, warm up my vocal Mm. cords so that I can speak my truth absolutely
1: yeah and I'm gonna bring my hands down and, and and then continue talking but I'd encourage listeners to do that two or three times it's such a it's exactly that um we'll talk a little bit about throat and body mapping actually as as part of this when we go on and I'm um I'm having to really not ask you more information about that course as well, just so you know. (laughs) I've sworn off courses.
0: I've allowed myself. I am in my learning mode as a recovering know-it-all who has really embraced the power of learning Mm. and relearning and doing things like reading books twice. Mm. I just thought I'm giving myself permission to be a learn-it-all.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we were talking about last time was, um, we were having this conversation uh, about why you might ask people to do things for free ultimately. And and my response to that was maybe you don't know how to run a business, uh, which could come across as a little bit, um, you know, punchy and that's not how it was meant, but it's just the reality of um, you know, if we're, again, if we're used to being employed or, you know, kind of part time or any of these types of things, my, my first piece of guidance would just be check out all the different ways that you can set up your own, your own entrepreneurial or even just your own gig, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me right now, I'm a sole trader. So I was a company limited by guarantee. Um, but I am closing that business down so that business did what it needed to do in the time that I had it and this is really important also that's not a failure in the tech industry that's called sandboxing and you okay. sandbox all the time which is basically um, trying ideas seeing if they work bringing them out into the marketplace testing them reviewing the results and thinking is the original ultimately to the original terms and conditions of that business are they being met yes or no and if yeah. it's a no winner yeah you do not have to continue and keep yourself in that sandbox you, you can complete it's um, information isn't it yeah absolutely absolutely And, you know, there are advantages as a a sole trader, um, then although the responsibility lies with me and obviously as a corporate company, which I will open a new business next year, um, there are different levels of responsibility, financial and otherwise. But as a sole trader, what I'm saying is ultimately, it's me, I'm in the world, this is the way I'm working. And you know and i'm i'm co-creating what i want to co-create and put in into the world now you might also be a freelancer which is ultimately um you know you might be working on freelance contracts you know and you might also still have a part-time gig employed that works that works too that's really really important i think sometimes where we also get stuck with the service and knowledge industries Verses it's interesting not perhaps versus or in contrast to entrepreneurialism because entrepreneurialism obviously is also a tech startup phrase that comes with creating a product at the end of the day so there's a tangible thing that can be put in our hands or used. And so then when we come to the realms of spirituality or faith or knowledge, there often isn't a product. Mm -hmm. So um, we have these really interesting conversations, I think, about being an entrepreneur and a creative and doing these things but there can feel like there's nothing to show for it. Now, often this can also play into our worthiness or unworthiness card. This can play into, I'm doing all of this work and I've got nothing to show for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, it is in a strange way because you're thinking, you could be thinking about yourself as a tech entrepreneur organization when actually you're a sole trader or a freelancer working in coaching or knowledge transfer So you will technically never see a product. (laughs) It's a really, really important distinction Mm -hmm. because your knowledge, how you transfer that knowledge is then is one of the most difficult elements of being in the coaching, mentoring or knowledge transfer industries because it's very hard to scale if you're a company of what is sometimes referred to as a company of one, Mm -hmm. everything relies on you. So what's fantastic about this is straight away, we get to come into parallel with the four levels of consciousness. And this is the second level of consciousness, which is by me consciousness, Mm -hmm. amazing entrepreneurial spirit, you're going to see a whole host of stuff getting done. And trust me, so many people, um, like particularly at this time of year, Christmas are in buy me consciousness, they're going to get it done. They're going to get Christmas done. Everything's going to get done. It's going to get done. Um, And then in the workforce, what we see out the other side of December is generally is full of overwhelm, Mm -hmm. overstress, uh, and this lie of an epidemic of flu Whereas, in fact, it's everybody's nervous systems have been so pushed to break point that the adrenals go into spasm and the whole system shuts down. So if you want to have a different January, have a different now to the end of the year, <laughs> basically. Gail,
0: Gail. I've got sinusitis at mm. the moment. I am here present with you because mm-hmm. I am living on Sudafed uh-huh. and I am going to succumb and get the antibiotics my doctor prescribed. Mm. Mm. My sinusitis is psychosomatic. Mm. I have been doing some real, we were talking about excavation mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we last mm-hmm. spoke. I have been doing some real excavation because I felt called to, mm. well, it, it was, it was two things I felt called to, mm. and also I'm choosing to operate on a new level, mm-hmm. on a new level of consciousness, on a new depth in terms of my, um, coaching practice. And as I said, just now, you can only go as deep as you have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been going deep. Some of it, I can't even verbalize because mm-hmm. it has been body work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, something that comes up is frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like to be like a rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, my like Aries rising like to like <laughs> go. Mm-hmm. Um, however, what I am doing is creating systems Mm -hmm. so that I'm not doing my usual sprint. I'm here for the marathon Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and frustration that was buried has surfaced in Mm. my sinus. That's the number one place, my sinus and my neck and it's always mm-hmm. my left side. So it's my left side of my sinuses mm-hmm. that are really playing up. And usually mm-hmm. when I get my neck pain, it's my left, the left side. I have to actually have a look at the left side and see what that is linked to. But mm-hmm. um, sinus issues like this, psychosomatic, mm-hmm. um, are very much linked to frustration mm-hmm. and um, liver function. Liver mm-hmm. function is also impacted by frustration. And my liver function is always needs a lot of TLC to be at Mm. whatever its best is Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting that you say that because the type of pressure we put on ourselves around Christmas and the ending of the year is a type Mm. of pressure it's not the pressure but that's kind of the pressure I've lifted the lid off Mm. which Mm. is now coming through my sinus Mm,
1: i love you sharing that it's so important um because to that as well and again as we move through the levels of consciousness to three me consciousness which is absolutely about co-creating um you know it's about being in that it's not even being in the place of flow it is flow we are flow um there is this extraordinary place which is where I'm at at the moment, where I have said yes to the demand which, and this is, people are going to be like, what are you talking about, girl? Uh, But that sleep and relaxation are my spiritual practices. Mm -hmm. And actually, those are the hardest practices. And that's when we truly know we're in it. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, I'm 100% listening to my body and I am being the mother to myself so when that toddler body is all twitchy and needs hydrated or a rest or something or soothing then I'm going to listen and mm-hmm. so and when I'm in a conversation about what my business is or where my personal finances are or even what money means to me when I'm really taking care of the absolute basics which by the way are the most profound spiritual practice any of us can have so absolutely um, you know, and this is putting down all of the distractions, which include all of the juicy joys of crystals and herbs and pieces of clothing and even physical practices but other than taking care of am I resting enough am I getting enough sleep am I getting fresh air every day have I eaten you know properly as properly as for me and have I drank enough water mm-hmm. and I say this to clients time and time again and they just are they think they're like what do you again like it can't be, and it's like truly if if you begin to take care of those things the way that we view the world changes you know rest as a sacred practice is both an extraordinary thing and a privilege psychological safety is is an absolute human right and responsibility and yet to feel safe in oneself and in one's home today is also a privilege mm-hmm. so when we're neglecting the basics that that to me is really a form of, of heart sacrilege that I think we can all take a little bit more responsibility for and there's a there's a may I interject
0: mm. <clears throat> yeah of course when you are so th- this is the social worker in me speaking. Mm. Yeah. When <clears throat> I was assessing families and looking mm. into things like neglect and emotional abuse, which are areas mm. lots of social workers like to avoid because you don't have the tangibility of a mark or this thing happened on the 12th of July, etc. Mm. It's cumulative. Mm. But when you are not doing things like drinking enough water, eating the food that you need, having mm. adequate rest and... Um, the other um, and breathing mm-hmm. that is actually neglect, mm-hmm. that is self neglect. And I'm using that term because I want you to sit up and recognize way back when I did a solo podcast episode about meeting your needs, and mm-hmm. um, I had people sending me messages about drinking water, eating lunch, going for walks, etc. Mm-hmm. Those are our basic human needs, and sometimes not sometimes. We have been conditioned to believe that life needs to be really complicated for it to matter. Mm -hmm. Therefore, Mm -hmm. we dismiss really simple or things that appear to be very simple as not valuable. Mm
1: -hmm. I can
0: tell you now that two game-changing things for me in terms of my personal development, growth, and safety were working out how much water I need to drink a day, two liters, Mm -hmm. thank you very much, and breathing Mm -hmm. properly, those Mm -hmm. two things Mm -hmm. enabled me to be open to receiving guidance that helped me to make changes without the resistance. My inner child was hydrated and soothed. Mm -hmm. My inner child was having adequate um, oxygen. Mm -hmm. I wasn't telling myself off. I wasn't telling it off. I was receiving care, Mm -hmm. which meant that changes that my inner child feared as some kind of saber-toothed tiger were no longer dangerous. My Mm -hmm. inner child understood that I was able to take care of her and Mm -hmm. I because Mm -hmm. I was meeting basic needs in this way. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really, really important not to dismiss things because Mm -hmm. they are simple. Because Mm -hmm. life, when we come down to it, simple
1: mm, yeah absolutely absolutely and and it's exactly that exactly as you're saying if the inner child in particular isn't taken care of the idea of having to have an uh, in inverted commas an adult head on the shoulders to then sit down and look at money for example it's just not going to be possible You know it's not going to be possible we look at how a lot of the the financial systems are set up and actually mary poppins is an absolute corker of a film for demonstrating how terrifying you know banks can be and so you know all the kid wants to do is buy a bag of bird seeds ultimately and put it's you know two pence into that but everybody's like bring it to the bank and it's all basically scary white gray-haired dudes in suits And that does not feel appealing or welcoming or loving in in any way. Uh, Not least because the bank, the high street bank, is going to give you the lowest amount of interest you've ever seen in your life but that's Mm -hmm. that's probably a a whole (laughs) other (laughs) conversation um you know but that as well often people that we think of who've got a lot of financial freedom for example or who we might think of as wealthy they might have a lot of assets which could mean property pieces of art jewelry cars um but i I know um a lot of millionaires who are not cash rich mm-hmm. i mean they can't they can't lay their hands on five hundred quid easily mm-hmm. you know, but they could be worth a lot of zeros ultimately you know kind of on paper at the end of the day so so I think there's something that's really interesting here as well again about um absolutely when my when my Basic's not quite the right word, isn't it? When my essential needs, you know what I mean? Like when my essential life force needs are honored, heard, and taken care of, then I'm gonna be able to sit down and look at a bank statement and be like, oh look, this is a page of interesting information Mm -hmm. as opposed to mother of goddess. Um, because again, um poverty mindset uh is not only about when we don't have enough money it poverty mindset happens to us in all types of environments and when we're setting up businesses again if we don't feel um nourished and we don't feel that we've looked after ourselves, it just feels like another to do because it feels like something that is outside of us yeah but one of the things that I'm really hoping is through this conversation and it, and absolutely the depth of inquiry that everyone is willing to go to, we'll realise actually that prosperity and wealth is in us. Yeah, it's absolutely in us. It is so much about how how we how we see information and and to your point earlier, how we are willing to receive information. Um, for me, it's all it's really only been. I'm um, 41 now and I would say it's only been in the last few years I've actually found women who I'm able to do have conversations with money and financial learning about absolutely and somebody that's been really helpful for me for me is a South African woman called Anne Wilson and um, she's known as the wealth chef and has a book called the wealth chef and all her um um so, her book is written like a recipe book, so it 's really fantastic, so it's like you will need this amount of time and here are the utensils like spreadsheet paper mm-hmm, calculator mm-hmm. Um, and her whole um, her whole intention, her whole reason for being on the planet is to support people to move through um, any type of of consumer debt ultimately and I'm using the word consumer really purposely because. There's consumer debt, which is really easy ultimately to accumulate and get a hold of. Also, depending upon how we perceive it, it, it's absolutely fine. Debt is really about our attitude towards um, what I've heard referred to as blessings received. So actually, you've been blessed, you've invested that money into something, you've got the value from it. The exchange with the universe is that must be repaid, I think that's pretty cool. I think mm-hmm. that's okay. There can absolutely also be business loans, mortgages, insurances, all these different types of things as well. But Anne for me was really interesting because she's all about um everybody understanding what their financial freedom looks like. Um but again, if I if I haven't taken care of the basics, if I don't even know what's coming in and going out each week, mm-hmm. which absolutely is a, is a new um as a new business owner that can often feel like that, then I, I could get a little bit stuck up on, you know, kind of on some of the detail that are passing that. So for me, it is, uh, this work is so much easier when you find other people to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. Money, m- more than any subject, I I know absolutely. Um, particularly also if you've been in relationships where finances have been controlled and that's been part of the abuse, or if you've been in situations where money has been withheld. Mm-hmm. Um, and another really interesting stat, a lot of homelessness around W1 in London, for example, are offspring of of a lot of some of the on paper wealthiest people um, in London, because actually the kids have got, um, they've got no emotional support to understand what it means to be um, a child of that type of income or expectation. And so we're seeing families that are being broken apart by that, that type of existence as well. So there's so many areas just from one word money can I introduce something there actually so something that I
0: come across a lot um is well personally as a child of immigrants Mm -hmm. um the concept of getting money to hold on to Mm -hmm. and this manifests I, I I know people um who have got in excess of £20,000 in saving, mm-hmm. and they're just holding. Mm-hmm. They'll talk about money for a rainy day if anything bad happens, that they are just holding. Mm-hmm. And the idea of investing, even if it's investing, say, £2,000 of that mm-hmm. money, gives them the heebie jeebies because they're not thinking about it as an investment. Mm-hmm. They think of any time that money is going out as spending, mm-hmm. unless it is for mortgage um car payment or mm. um or the savings mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's that so so there's that holding on to money and not allowing money to flow then there's also something that i come across quite a bit which is shame mm. so um there are people i know who either in childhood um they started off working class and their parents ascended up the ladder Mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. a middle class um, lifestyle Mm -hmm. or the working class parents sacrificed a lot to ensure that the children were able to ascend the ladder and become middle class themselves. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. there's a lot of shame around Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. So um, this shows up or this showed up I was having a conversation with somebody about um, my financial goal, mm-hmm. <clears throat> about my financial goal. And um, I was a grand and a half mm-hmm. short of my financial goal. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, um, what you earned is sufficient because in when you break it down, that money you earned, you earned that literally if you put it all together in one day's work Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't have a further discussion with her I didn't continue the discussion Mm -hmm. with her I just said yeah and kept it moving Mm -hmm. because I knew that I was not going to be able to have the sort of conversation Mm -hmm. I am open to having with somebody who was thinking um, in that way Mm -hmm. now my financial goal wasn't like you know I know that in the uh coaching mentoring whatever industry there's this 10k month kind of um, holy grail <laughs> yeah. which i would absolutely love and i'm a- open to uh mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. um but but it wasn't at that point but she was like well what you have had is enough mm. she was thinking about i believe the employee mindset mm-hmm. um and with the employee mindset you earn what you earn and you make that work. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm coming from a place whereby I know the life I want to live. I've Mm -hmm. worked out as best I can, how much that costs. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I am channeling the Mm -hmm. flow Mm -hmm. of my earnings towards that figure. So Mm -hmm. it's not an idol. I want to earn 10K a month. I've actually given that money purpose.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so
0: bearing that in mind I would like to come on to the law of attraction mm-hmm. and manifesting mm-hmm. uh, because I, I do I, I really you know there are lots of the principles of the law of attraction that I believe in I've grown up in a household where uh, or a family actually mm-hmm. a culture so Sierra Leone where my family are from the population is 60% Muslim mm-hmm. it is common for you to have a Muslim father, a Christian mother, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. My mum talks about her childhood, whereby she used to go to relatives' houses and pretend she was fasting, run home, eat, and then go and break fast (laughs) with her, um, her relatives. My dad is Muslim. He Mm -hmm. celebrated Christmas with that. Well, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say celebrate because he's not a celebrating kind of guy, Mm -hmm. but he was at the table. He was eating the turkey and all of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um, around Christmas. So I have got used to a life where I cherry pick the bits Mm -hmm. that I want. Mm -hmm. So I do cherry pick the bits that I want of the law of attraction. But the issue I have with the law of attraction, what I see around me, what I've even experienced, it's kind of using... It Mm. kind of feels like I'm going to do that to get this. Mm -hmm. I'm going Mm -hmm. to do this to manifest that. Mm -hmm. And for me, that feels a bit icky Mm. because that's not what human beings are designed for. Mm -hmm. We are designed to live in tribes. We are designed to give and receive. Mm -hmm. That's how we flourish. That's how we thrive. And this um, whole law of attraction I think, Margaret Thatcher, is that you? Like, have you got <laughs> something to do with this? Because she was the queen of individualization, yeah. <laughs> I believe, in Britain anyway. So I'd like to get your views on mm. the law of attraction manifesting mm. and prosperity consciousness.
1: Mm, mm, wonderful, yeah. I love that also you get to um, uh, enjoy all of those elements of that great big, Into faith pie also Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. I think that's so gorgeous and um yeah I I'm really with you on the manifesting for me definitely feels like um dear Santa I've been very good this year I should get blah 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 and I'll be good for 47 minutes and then whoopsie (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then I pulled my um, sister's pigtails um so for me there's this kind of um it's like I, I feel as if all the teachings of maybe the last even 10 20 years around um the idea of manifestation um however they've been wrapped up have absolutely been wrapped up in a if you do this you will get this now get being the operative word because for me manifesting is very much about things and that's yes. not to say we don't need things because we absolutely live in a material world i love things. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I love I love things too. Um, I think you know, kind of part of it is knowing what you want those things for and how long you need those things for. So I also think that the kind of part B of the law of attraction and manifesting can be we have we have quite possibly got to a point of desperation, and we think shit. I'm going to have to do something about this. I need X by Z or, you know, A isn't going to happen. So then... Can we quickly take a deep breath on that? (laughs) Please, uh, uh, inhale.
0: (sighs) Yeah.
1: Yeah and manifesting again is by me consciousness now to say as well for for people who want to go deeper into by me consciousness michael beckwith okay so if you don't know minister michael beckwith just also do yourself a favor listen to part one part two of this go and get michael youtube literally the bejesus out of the man um inhale devour now i really like michael um the four levels of consciousness partly come through him they all through they also for me come through another woman, Mary O'Malley. Um, they also for me come through our good fr- friend Florence Schwinn, who I speak about mm-hmm. all the time and I, I love her, um, who was writing around 1890, 1910. But before that, the four levels of consciousness, the original layers of manifestation. Um, which for me the word is actually radiance and radiating. Mm. We need to go back four thousand years and we need to go back to the Babylonian sciences.
0: Come on, Gail. School us. Come on. So four thousand years, yo. <laughs> yeah. This ain't new. We think we are so inventive. It's such so open to receive this knowledge yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. So everything that we think of know of touch understand even my own work with the with the enneagram you know the enneagram the route to our soul consciousness in this lifetime was a gift from the desert mothers and fathers who said how do we go home how do we go home and god source said hey here are some tools levels of consciousness enneagram astrology mathematics, science, poetry, you know, the the birth mm. of it. For me, this is also very Venusian. And I mean this in the sense of um, the untouched goddess Venus and the absolute cosmic joy of the ever reversing in the opposite direction planet Venus.
0: If you could see my face right <laughs> now, as Gail talked about poetry, um, the four levels of consciousness, Literally, I just thought... Now, guys, this is for ad- adults, okay? I just thought, this is turning me on. My yes. clitoris is activated. Yes. And then we're talking <laughs> about Venus and goddess. Hello. Yes. Now, this, this is it. So Life should turn you on, guys. and yes. know we, we don't like to say shoulds, but I will stand very mm. firm in saying life should turn you on. Mm. As women, the access to
1: power is pleasure Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah and I and so for me in Mm. the rabbit holes that I've been going down the closer I get to Venus who's absolutely the goddess of relaxation and leisure but let's be clear on this we're not talking about gluttony and avoidance yeah so that's not what we're talking about yeah so from a Venusian lifestyle point of view it is the, the capacity to the and the ability to recognize where we are in the four levels of consciousness so we're gonna we're gonna kind of jog up the ladder of this quickly so to me consciousness is the idea that things are happening to me this is victim mode this is egos in charge here this is sloth like lazy energy like why should I bother? nothing's going to change anyway. What's the point? Like, look, I have completely been there. We move, we take responsibility for that. And the treatment is taking responsibility. And then I move into buying new consciousness. Now here's what's really interesting. Buy me consciousness as we've spoken about everything by me, I'm going to do everything. I see. This is hustle, which by the way, is also the word for male prostitution. So as a woman, I've got no interest in being a hustler. I really really don't. It doesn't sit with me energetically. It doesn't sit with me as a woman. I'm much more interested in alignment and total radical honesty about where I didn't pay attention and where I'm going to pay more attention in every area of my life, money included. So this is my treatment here by me. I take responsibility and put down false control and false power which is also I would say where manifestation sits because I am doing something to get something now there's people be, pleasing 101 man I, I believe so from a really ancient point of view the gods and our desert forefathers, mothers, brothers, and sisters, they did not manifest, they definitely radiated and co-created those. So that's us moving into through me consciousness. So I have reconnected to the oneness because if I'm outside the oneness, that means you're outside the oneness, and that's not what God wants for us. And I'm I'm using the word God because that's the word I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're in the oneness then I'm in the oneness because I can only be because we are all part of this oneness, you know. And then if we are absolutely willing and can just suspend um, small mind, as Buddha called it, and we can suspend disbelief and we can return to actually the kid that believes in Santa, because really actually... Our festive times of years are these extraordinary reminders that magic exists. Mm-hmm. And if we can remember that, we can move into Asmi consciousness. Now, this is when I talk about radiating. So I am quiet within myself, all my essential needs are taken care of. I have allowed myself to sit with myself for a time every day, hardest thing we're ever going to do when our worlds just tear us apart, quite literally, Mm -hmm. distraction, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. And I am ultimately, my body, my being, my root chakra, my clitoris, my womb, my dantian, my life is turned on, my kundalini energy is moving up and through me and like a care bear out of my goddamn heart... (laughs)
0: Gail, <laughs> that's my favorite gift, the care bears, when they're just bees.
1: Yeah. Yes. There, right there, God will help me feel what my next aligned, inspired step of action is. And then that energy will continue up through the channel of my body, mm. into my mind. And my mind will be like, oh, hey, go on a podcast and talk about money. Sort that out and I'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, I respond mm-hmm. to that. Yes. That and you can feel that. I can okay. only set up, I can only sit up taller, right? I can only set up taller. In fact, my thighs and hips can only spread and open a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I can feel my throat opening as well, because the throat and the, the walls of the vagina are made from the same tissue, which is why throat, womb, everything is so connected. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my body's asking me to take a deeper breath. My shoulders are naturally opening. My heart is full now here. Here, this is where I do my money work from. This is where I do my money work from, you know. So I I have recognized where I've moved through the levels of consciousness. Can I pause Mm -hmm.
0: you just for a moment, just because Mm -hmm. I know that there are some people that are very cognitive and Mm -hmm. may uh, struggle to grasp this, and I'm not, you know, please no. don't receive this as um, me being patronising, a really practical way that I can demonstrate what Gail is talking about. Mm. Um, because I, you know, I am teetering around in the um, conduit um through me consciousness. Mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and something that helps me check in because fear is real. It's all around. We, you know, the, 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 the animal part of our brain Mm -hmm, is, mm -hmm. um, the reptilian part of our brain is very, very active and it can be very, very, um, domineering Mm -hmm. when that kicks off. And I feel fear. One of the things that I do is, quiet myself, center myself and ask myself really honestly, if I wasn't scared, would Mm -hmm. I want to, or would it be the right thing to do? Mm. And then you get your answer. Mm -hmm. And that is the answer that is the truth. Mm -hmm. Whether you want to operate in the truth or you want to be avoidant and operate in uh, dishonesty, that's down to you. And when you get in the habit of doing that, It happens all by itself. So I'm having a retreat in February Mm -hmm. called The Mm -hmm. Heart Space, where Mm -hmm. I'm really going to be focusing on opening up The Heart Space. And I nearly did it as a day retreat because fear was kicking in. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to be investing a lot of money. The Mm. price point is going to be higher than what I've done so far. Are people going to invest, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And as I started to do that, it naturally kicked in. Mm. if you weren't scared about the money, would you be doing this all the way? Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is
0: the purpose for me to be a conduit for God's love and prosperity, for me Mm. to open people's hearts to the Mm -hmm. love and prosperity that is within them? Simple as that Mm -hmm. question Mm -hmm. answered.
1: Mm. And I know,
0: I know Mm. life has given me evidence and I just Mm -hmm. know I never stop making money. Like if I spend this money, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to not make money. So I can't think of it as spending in Mm -hmm. that way. It's not a Mm -hmm. pair of shoes that's going to sit in the back of my wardrobe. Mm -hmm. It's actually going to be something where Mm -hmm. I am radiating God's love and Mm -hmm. prosperity through me and Mm -hmm. sharing that with other people Mm -hmm. so that they can activate it and find it within themselves.
1: Mm -hmm. So that's just a practical. Mm -hmm. I love that. And that, and you know, to, to that, but let the body mapping just to introduce you to that, like all the signals your body's giving you, like the fact again, like clitoral stimulation body Mm. says, yes, Venusian base camp you know it's just like that little and it is it's a little it's like a buzz or a hum or a zing often women will really experience this within the sex organs and top of the thighs as well and will ignore it but that is uh, that's not our body asking for sex or penetration if that makes sense that's our body being like yo there's some creation that wants to flow here you know there's some hey hey we've got an idea we've got an idea we think about our ideas coming from our head. For mm-hmm. me, they don't at all. They come from between my thighs. My yep. job is to um, to be in a space where I can hear mm-hmm. what that idea or mm-hmm. thought is. So for me, that's what I was talking about in being aware, conscious, paying mm-hmm. attention. We might refer to that as energy moving the essentials are taken care of it's it's the same um you know for me that's um if I've had a really great walk or a run or a workout that feeling at the end of it when your mind is sort of slightly set your little mind is slightly separate but, but big mind is incorporated into big body as and uh-huh. I'm here and I'm present uh-huh. You know, these are some of the body mapping experiences that, that we can have. Again, from a simple, does it feel good? Does it does it feel not so good? Do I feel stimulated, satisfied, unsatisfied, unstimulated? Um, Even things like, where do you feel your truth? Yes.
0: yeah. Because some people, I was having a conversation with somebody about the difference between ego and intuition. Mm. Intuition is... One of my easy tells intuition Mm. Mm. is the soles of my feet, start to tingle like I'm literally connecting with the earth's core or it's not my stomach I can feel it in my womb
1: yes.
0: as my ego is very stomach solar plexus based mm. it affects my breathing it feels chaotic it doesn't feel calm yeah. and that is you know so now that I'm delving into the world of um, somatic coaching and somatic mm. practices I've started to refer to my body as my body mind Because your body is such a brilliant intelligence system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you are in flow, like Mm -hmm. what you're talking about, having a good workout, having a good walk, Mm -hmm. and the wisdom of your body is connecting with the knowledge of your mind, Mm -hmm. that is where magic MF Mm -hmm.
1: happens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I, I had a session with a client recently, and she sent me a message saying life feels juicy for me now girl. Mm. and that's what we want it should, it should it's the bite of you know the bite of a, a piece of fruit that's really ripe juicy, and juicy. stone fruit like a nectarine <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like, ripe the reason I do the money work for myself and with other people is because that's the type of life I want to experience and I want more people to experience you know and I feel sexy yes and I don't want people I want people to retire the idea that for life to feel sexy and juicy it has to be expensive in inverted commas um because this is an act of rebellion to ultimately come back into the self and to be to feel juicy to feel sexy for ourselves to make our decisions Mm. from this place of co-creation through me this is what goddess wants venus as a venusian energy as a powerhouse as a legacy as as a as a kind of empowerment lineage is not thinking hmm I really hope all my children on earth have a hellishly hard day today because then I'll know they've worked very, very hard and they have earned the great reward at the mm. end. Of the da, da, da. That, for me, that's not what it's about. So I'm interested in the practice of prosperity in every area of my life. You know, I'm interested in the idea of radiating as opposed to manifesting you know I'm interested in the idea of um taking money um seriously but not taking it too seriously but I serious doesn't it. mean boring no not at all it just means I'm paying attention it means I'm respecting my friend's money and when she shows up my door I invite her in and her bedroom is all ready and it's delicious and she knows she's safe in your care. Yes, she
0: money knows she's yes. safe
1: in my care. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and this for me as well. Um, you know, for when we feel safe again, you know, within the Kabbalah um, school of thinking and within the Tree of Life, you know, there is, you know, our three three clear points of responsibility are um, our own health, our taking our money, um, and our safety. And as you move up and around the tree of life, if one of those things is out of order, everything is out of order. So again, this is why we see lottery winners like goddess bless them because they haven't got the framework to know what to do with all those zeros that suddenly yes. land in the yeah. bank. Yeah. Nobody, suddenly everybody that is in need and it's in to me and by me consciousness is right there and they want a bit that pie. Mm-hmm. I have been with you. I've been with you and all this mm-hmm. weird stuff starts to, mm-hmm. to happen. So again, when it comes to money, you're going to start to notice different conversations happen. You know, the, If you're, we know this as well from the way of how we work, but if you're feeling like things are hard or saying things are hard or the ends don't meet or if I can just make it or if this thing could just be like that, that is going to be something that solidifies itself in your body map. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you can be playful be joyful mm-hmm. again it could be throwing on some music it could be dancing it could be cooking it could be celebrating it could be going out and doing something for a neighbor the reason i we do this work is so again as we move forward you know as a as a species it has to become less about me and more about we so yeah. the reason i want to add more value in the world is so i can add more value in the world, so that yeah. I can tithe more, which is which is my capacity to give ten percent of anything that comes into the household to the God of my understanding, mm-hmm. which this year has been a mixture of um, projects that are working to end domestic violence. Projects which are working to end human trafficking and the Caledonian reforestation projects in the north of Scotland, because Mm -hmm. that's our lungs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but again, it doesn't have to be mega amounts of money. I think that's the thing. When we start really working with prosperity, what we're thinking, what we're working with is balance. And we really, what we're aiming for is everything to be in balance. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're taken care of, um, even when you were saying earlier, you know, you were, um, like 1500 short, I was thinking, well, that to me sounds like you were 99% meta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, (laughs) I was really like, wow.
0: And and that was me literally focusing, um, on my energy yeah, and what I was bringing. Like, I know that sometimes, um, People talk about um, uh, if you have a part-time job, then it's going to make it hard for you to make your business work because you'll be too comfortable. But I'm like, actually, if you're very clear about your why in your business, Mm -hmm. your part-time job takes away the desperation that will get you making decisions that are out of
1: alignment. Absolutely. And don't underestimate what all of us are doing in those environments. I just feel like nine to fivers or people in contracts get... Such a secret, energetic, hard time now, and I am not available for that. I'm so grateful for everybody that works in a service industry that rarely gets a thank you that we never see you know, from like the guys that collect my bins to the post people, and you know, to everybody that's in the NHS, etc. Like, we are effed basically if everybody just got up one day and went I'm completely done with this post industrialization imagine goodbye yeah we're not there yet we are we are some people are crossing a bridge we have to remember there's almost nine billion of our species on the planet now not not you know there are still systems which we all know are creaking and tweaking under the new way of living and working. But this is a we consciousness. This is not us working together. You know, for example, I love um, the attitude could be, I love my part-time job. I go in, my God, they have a station recovered. That would be amazing. (laughs) Hello. <laughs> That's one of the things no one tells you when you set up your own business. Absolutely, paper printing, yeah, the whole shebang. Yeah. There's no, there's no water cooler to gossip around. No, no, have no. Human contact no. Exactly, the human contact piece is huge. Huge. There's so much to be said for that. But and again, when it comes to prosperity, all these, all of this is an opportunity for us to show up as a radiant, loving compassionate being who's like hey I made some really great decisions today and I'm learning to make some different and better ones as well or do you know what I sussed out after I listened to this podcast I thought what I wanted was a really far far away but actually when I sat down and worked out what I want my life to be just for the next 12 months, even, I was oh, like, it's OK, it's happening. Um, Absolutely. You know, part of what you were also talking about earlier when you were saying that, you know, people can have, um, say, 20K in the bank just for a rainy day. That also for me is coming from that place of sometimes we can get into a space of not kind of um, thinking about the future because we don't feel safe enough to consider that we might be here so it's easier not to think about it at all sometimes this can be aligned to sort of being and i don't really agree with this either about sort of either being in denial or um kind of not being uh not being in reality but actually depending upon what your upbringing has been, if it's been tough, you're going to find it pretty challenging to think about 25 years' time. Yeah. If you're used to just getting by paycheck to paycheck, thinking what's going to happen in 12 paychecks could be really stressful, which is why safety essential needs been taken care of and having at least one like study buddy that you can be really honest with and say, I want my life to look like this uh, and even braver than that, I've already got the life that I, was, I really wanted. Gail,
0: so earlier on you were talking about pretty much women being new to this owning yeah. money. response. Mm-hmm. So part of me wonders, is some of this also the, um, not unwillingness, but not being used to taking responsibility in this way? Yes. So thinking about um what your money could be doing for you mm-hmm. to um create whatever in 10 20 years time mm-hmm. if you're not used to operating in a space where you're taking responsibility in that way mm-hmm. like if you don't you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. Exactly. so yeah. it's about so when, when I really dug deep with myself mm-hmm. and money part of it what like Something that I know is very attractive about me is my childlike quality. Mm -hmm. I had to make a distinction between my playful, joyful, childlike quality, which does make life feel like a verb, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. taking responsibility. So taking responsibility, and and there was something about thinking about the the trail of thoughts, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. I had to take responsibility so the middle of the room was tidy, but mm-hmm. the corners had stuff shoved all around the place, stacked in this corner, stacked in that corner. Mm-hmm. So taking responsibility with for, for me, for example, is phoning HMRC mm-hmm. to see exactly where I'm at mm-hmm. so I know exactly where I need to go with that. Mm-hmm. It has been yesterday me booking a session with a financial advisor mm-hmm. because thinking that I'm going to make this huge amount of money and that's going to sort everything out mm-hmm. actually that's very immature thinking that's mm-hmm. like when you say to a child you've got to hold my hand or somebody could come and take you away and they say mm-hmm. no because I'll go hi yeah and I'll fight <laughs> and I'll whatever it's, it's that kind of thinking <laughs> so it's also about um being mature enough in the mm-hmm. spaces that are necessary mm-hmm. and saving those childlike qualities. So let's say the childlike qualities are the icing of the cake, mm-hmm. but you need to make the eggs, the flour, the sugar, the butter into yeah. the cake in the first place. Otherwise,
1: yeah, you haven't got anything. Completely. And for me, what's really beautiful about what you're bringing to the table there is this for me is what I would refer to as Empress Energy. So it's it's a really solid, deeply... Deeply devoted quality of leadership to personal authority, and that you know, as and it's really interesting because my solar plexus just did a little Sophia, 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 Sophia Sophia. in in because my ego was like, oh, that's interesting. Check, <laughs> check you <check laughs> out. Know oh shit. Ooh. so I'm just saying that out loud and that and, that, and now I'm like lovely I'm girl. glad you did because I had a face-off with somebody that <laughs> called me it was it was Susie Ashworth actually I went
0: to her retreat and uh, she was referring to me um as an empress and a leader and I was like could you not say that and she said well you are so that's what I'm gonna say and I was like well I don't feel like it, I like, Please <laughs> say it. I'm not gonna stop saying it because that's what I can see wow. and I well, have graduated for you. Yeah, but I'm so glad because I yeah. don't often meet people that will say I'm going to check your ego, Tamu, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can see it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And what I'm doing is playing to my inner child. Yeah, playing the small game. If yeah. I'm immature, it's like holding my hands over my eyes, saying you can't see me. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And we can. We're very interesting again. When we feel unsafe, we we can be really sophisticated in how we engineer uh, what we consider a very safe life. Which, due to the mean tastic situation of social media, has been referred to as creating a small life. You must play big. Um, none of that language makes sense to our nervous systems or to our souls. So if we're going to use the word engineering, which again is industrial, you know, and again, we have to be very careful. We use a lot of industrial language. We use mm-hmm. a lot of war language. Mm-hmm. We use a lot of sport. My goodness, medical but if we can get back to really simple, true language for for each of us, and you know what would if I'm listening to my body and I'm paying attention to my body map and I'm spending a little bit of time with that every day, if I'm getting myself into a state of pleasure and joy through whatever means that that is for me, if I'm paying attention to the four levels of consciousness, and then I'm being the care bear and the three centers as they're referred to, so the you know the belly. The heart and the head mm-hmm. are like three green lights. So it's like whoosh, you know, it's the Jedi. We're just becoming the Jedi at this point, you know. It's like, yeah, these are absolutely the people that I am looking for. Absolutely, this is the opportunity I want to say yes to. Um, yeah, you know, I, I check my bank account every morning with a cup of tea, and I'm just happy because I check it. No, no expectations greater or smaller than that. Small habits, big enormous changes. Mm-hmm. You know, then I'm engineering a world where I feel safer day by day, which means I'm also feeling healthier day by day. And it just means I'm getting to know my friend, Money. Now, I'm Mm. doing that and other people are watching what's happening and they're going to start to say things like, what's different? Something's changing. Now, look, the income and the outgoing of Money may not have changed, but what has changed is your attention to it. And that's what's really, really important. It's a bit like any type of dating or relationship. Any of us can speak to a time when we have felt neglected and that there hasn't been romance. Like money is legitimately been like, hello, (laughs) could you acknowledge my existence and that I'm not the root of all evil? I Mm -hmm. would really love that. You know, and so there's all these sorts of tiny things. And then you get this kind of glow And this radiance and there's absolutely this maturity and you're taking responsibility and you're able to be in the world a little bit taller, a little bit fuller of yourself because you've made space for your wisdom. You've made space for your connection to your truth and your honesty and your absolute ideal of what is right for you. Not what you think what is right and not what you think anyone else wants for you, but you. And this can be the scariest place for us to be. And I'm, and, and it isn't the coaching <clears throat> in the world of like, dare I dream and I should dream bigger, just work harder, hustle aligned. No, like this is when we must get quieter and softer and even more tender. This is when we are going to feel Things we don't have words for. This is when the sinusitis is gonna pop up. Hello. You know, this is when we're gonna get we're gonna feel bone tired because and raw sometimes. Oh, yeah. I call
0: this my lone wolf phase. Mm. I literally feel like I'm out in the wilderness. Mm. I don't feel lonely. I'm alone, but I don't feel lonely. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because I've got into the practice of speaking to God calling in my ancestors, calling in my angels, because I know that I am not here on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, you know, something that I had said, like, ask the trees, like mm-hmm. ask nature mm-hmm. for their wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, I'm, I'm. you can't see me now, but I'm looking to the right because I can see into my garden. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm my most lost, I just look at what the trees are doing mm-hmm. and I get guidance from there, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. might sound you know, hocus pocus of whatever, and mm-hmm. it
1: is. <laughs> but, but
0: we take for granted that we are nature, we are natural beings, mm-hmm. so it makes perfect, is it sense or for me, it's the mm-hmm. moment of perfect connection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. I agree and that is what's so important about the conversation of money is it is about connection again money is a you know it's an energy it's represented by paper and steel and plastic and um, some money as we move forward bitcoin um etc people and you know also you know the Catholic Church deals in a lot of art and antiquities. Still, you know, similarly to various organisations, the Masons, other faiths and religions, other um, legal and not so legal bodies that are put together. It's interesting because cash is rarely the conduit that they that they deal in. So, there, you know, again, there's just this when we when we get a little bit playful with what it means for us, it just it opens everything up. But I think keep the conversation going. Um, you know, right to money, dear money, basically, I've always thought you were a right pain in the arse, you know, and I think this about you and I think that about you, but then have money right back, you know, dear Gail, this is money. I'm really sorry to hear how you've been feeling about me. Actually, I'm here as a support mechanism and I'm just as much God as love is you know, mm-hmm. thanks very much. Look forward to hearing from you again. Mm-hmm. So write to money, have money write you back, you know, um enjoy that process, you know, explore all of the treatments that, you know, we're we're talking about, check up some of the authors, and um, you know, see what happens. And and for myself, just to share as well, what because I'm moving to Scotland, and um, returning home, which is lovely, but from the new year I'm going to um have uh, a weekly gathering which will be physical in Glasgow but it will be online in a a new group that I'm opening up on Facebook called the Prosperity Lounge and every week I'm going to deliver the Prosperity Lectures Mm -hmm. so this is going to then be live fed into um that space so that we can all keep having this conversation so that we can all show up and support one another so that we can learn ultimately um you know, most of the reasons that people who have a are high net worth or who have financial freedom is because they've had a conversation with someone else who's got some information. It is, you know, kind of money gets to a certain level again when it's not about trading in money, it's about trading in information. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes mm-hmm. something something else again. So, the you know, the importance of this is um, is your feeling around all of it, see if you can also I would say like for me this was the biggest breakthrough was was stopping manifesting because it was by me consciousness yeah. and moving into through me consciousness mm-hmm. radiating and trusting like having the faith to know that what I was being told so every morning when I meditate I ask what's my part in this I'll be told I'll be told and that if that's just one thing I do that is absolutely fully aligned and is the inspired action I take and I do that 365 times in every one of these human years you know during this lifetime that my soul thinks it's a joke that I'm freaking out about existing for less than a century (laughs) when I we we all exist for millennium the body Mm -hmm. will end we Mm -hmm. won't Mm -hmm. you know so there is time is not running out there is enough of everything for everyone yes readdressing the balance and finding that peace and that safety that health you know let us all take care of of our essentials and those are our soulful systems that for me are absolutely the foundation of this new conversation about money wealth and and prosperity
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. gail Um. um There are so many more places that we can go, but I think this is where we pump the brakes. <laughs> we can come back another time. This is my podcast. I can do what I want. So we can come back another time. Mm-hmm. I love that you ended on systems because that is where I was going to go next mm-hmm. for the natural conclusion of this part. Um, I will be signing up for your prosperity lounge mm-hmm. without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um If you could say one sentence phrase to close this conversation for the moment Mm. and take your time, Mm. what would that be?
1: I think it would be the more radical contact with life, you allow yourself in every area including the nooks and crannies and the shadows the brighter you will shine and the greater your day will be and if you do that every day you're going to really feel like you are alive loved safe and held really sacred
0: and take a deep breath in and out Mm. That has landed right in my solar plexus mm-hmm. thank you so much Pleasure. for this Back conversation i will make sure that i have got links to things like the wealth chef michael mm-hmm. bernard beckwith mary o'malley florence schwinn mm-hmm. um, all sorts in the show notes as well as the link to the previous show Mm-hmm. gail once you have set up your prosperity prosperity lounge yeah. please do send along a link so i can add I to the show notes because sometimes people listen mm-hmm. a year down the line mm-hmm, 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 and it would be mm-hmm. great for them to tap on a link to take them mm-hmm. where they feel called to go um Yeah, I I really appreciate this conversation. Me too, thank you. And uh, if anybody has any questions, comments, whatever, please do find us on social media. I will make sure that I have links to, is Instagram the place you hang out the most social media wise? So I'll make sure that I've got links to that in there and Mm. uh, we can continue the conversation on socials. Fab. Thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to 360 Conversations. I appreciate you sharing your precious time with my guest and I. I hope you found the episode useful. I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast. Like an increasing number of our digital experiences, the algorithms rule. Your feedback will assist me reaching a wider audience and I'd really love to have more women being privy to or joining these conversations. The feedback I get following each episode is beautiful and tells me more women could benefit. As always, I'd love to keep the conversation going. You can join me by commenting on the podcast show notes on my website or via social media at Live360. I hope to engage with you soon. Podcast produced by me, Tammy Thomas. Podcast music produced by James Anderson. Take care.